0: Welcome, all my dreamers out there, all my folks who are not sure what they want to do with their lives, those who want to apply to trade school, and a special shout-out to all my Donald Faison fans, because this is High School Slumber Party, the podcast where me and some friends look back at our teenage years through the lens of some iconic high school-centric films. I'm Brian Rodriguez, and the party's at my place this evening, but first... School's still in session, and we have some homework to chat about. This was your assignment, and I would like to see the results. So first off, you guys had plenty of time to track down Trippin'. Shame on you if you didn't. I posted that up on Instagram like two weeks ago at this point. So hopefully, hopefully you watched it, because we got a great show for you tonight. Keith Dorsey is here Keith of Dawson's Black, that awesome podcast. You're really going to enjoy it. And speaking of podcasts, on the top, wanted to promote another podcast on this network, the Cage Club Podcast Network. Remember, cageclub.me, that's cageclub.me, is the archive for this show, but also the home of so many other great pop culture podcast anyway this is a 1999 teen film which we know is the golden year for teen films but not just teen films it's a golden year for film so check out 1999 the podcast hosted by the godfather joey lewandowski and a man we've had on this show john brooks it's a really great show check it out and remember check it out at CageClip.me or wherever you get your podcasts and remember Class participation, a huge part of your grade for this show. So subscribe to us on Apple Podcast, Spotify. What else is out there these days? Google Podcast, not Stitcher. Find a podcast source. Let me know if we're not there, and we'll try to get there. But pretty much you can listen to this podcast anywhere. And remember also, follow us on social media, High School Slumber Party on X. As well as Facebook and Instagram. Maybe we'll get some of these other things like Blue Social, Hotbot, MySpace. I don't know. But for now, we're on the big three. Whoa, whoa, whoa! The bell does not dismiss you. I dismiss you. A lot to talk about today, please. It's September, a new school year, I suppose. We're still super seniors here. So who knows what school year we're actually in. But you should learn by now that the bell does not dismiss you. Anyway, what was I saying? We are on the social media apps. Follow us there. And thank you again for tuning in and listening to High School Slumber Party. It's been a bit of a slog this year. It's been a busy year in my life. I think recently I let everyone know that me and Mrs. High School Slumber Party are expecting. And yeah, I'll just say this. Pregnancy is not easy. It's easier for me than my wife, obviously, but it is not easy. So there's just been some things there, but it's all going to be worth it in the end. And I can't wait. And I cannot wait for you to listen to today's Episode. This one has been cooking for a while. Recorded it a couple months ago, so I thank you all for your patience, especially Keith out there. Really, really appreciate it, and appreciate your support. Ooh, Trippin, if you haven't heard of it, you will today. It's one of Keith's favorite movies, and I had a pleasure watching it. So, pack your favorite jammies. Tell your mother you're at Brian's, because we're about to get our party on. Let's leave you with hmm, something off this soundtrack. Hmm, so let's do Men of Vision, Break Me Off. Class dismissed. Don't hold back, baby. I want you to give me all your love. Cause tonight it's on. It's on.
1: You come around me shaking your thing around but you can't
0: keep your body next to mine. You can ride like pony on a miracle. I roll lose control. So Keith, launch pad. You've been here before. I can't wait talk this one today. This was a wild goose chase for me, but <laughs> uh, we're talking <laughs> 1999's Trippin', but do you remember how to introduce yourself in the uh, high school slumber party way? I actually forgot
1: to be 100%. I know you posted, you posted your name and the high school you went to, right? Yeah, no, name, high school, team name, that's it, really. Oh, okay, all right, all right. Yeah, I can dig it, all right. Well, my name is Keith, high school I went to, Dover High, that's in Delaware, the first state and our team mascot was uh
0: Senators. Nice, nice. So you were on before for uh Dirty Deeds, and I thought that was a tough movie to find. Um that's kinda one that slipped in obscurity. But when we first when we first started talking to each other, um there's two movies that you listed that like, you know, were really high on your list. It was Dirty Deeds and of course today's film, Trippin'. Now, Trippin' I had not heard of before,
1: was unaware of it, so Really? What's your history with Trippin? Oh, man, I have a great history with this film. It's funny. My cousin introduced me to this film, and what's even more hilarious about that is that he was more of a... He was more of a person that liked the gangster movies. Like He liked like Boys in the Hood, Menace in Society. Those were more of his type of films. So when he introduced me to this, I thought this was going to be on that same wavelength. <laughs> <laughs> it is not. <laughs> Definitely not, and it's funny because he doesn't normally like these type of movies. So when he introduced me to this, I was pleasantly surprised. Out All the movies that are similar to this, this is the only one that he likes. So, yeah, he was my introduction. I watched it the first time, fell in love with it, fell in love with Mia Campbell. Of course, you know, had some type of crush on her. What, what man wouldn't at, at 14, Ooh. 13 looking at, at this movie. <laughs> yeah, I was glad he introduced me to it. I bought it as soon as I could. And every, every once in a while... I go back and I and I watch it and it's it's a pleasure every time.
0: Well, I'm glad you bought the DVD in that moment because pretty much every movie today, like when I first started the show a couple of years ago, some of the movies weren't streaming and I would have to get the DVD and I would do that in advance, but I would say 99% of the films I I cover lately, they're streaming somewhere. Even if it if I can find them, let's just say, you know, not the most legal means, I'll I'll track it down, yeah. right? this one i couldn't find streaming anywhere we actually had to reschedule because i had to go on ebay and get the dvd i hate when a movie's not streaming (laughs) and what i hate even more is when a movie is is not a bad movie and it's it's disappeared from the ether so um yeah had to get this one on dvd um is this a movie that you know uh friends of yours watch or because i i couldn't a couple people knew this one, but this isn't one of the more popular ones that has been recommended
1: to me. When it first came out, um, the star Dean Richmond, he was kind of hot at the time. So if you if you was around my age at that time, you knew of this movie for sure. Like you've you seen it and you knew it. So people around my age definitely um, know this movie. I, I wouldn't say it's a staple on the same level as like a Friday or the Wood or even like Love and Basketball. But there's like a tier two. It's without a shadow of a doubt on that tier two.
0: 1999 is such... You're you know, this is one of the prime years for teen films in general. So it doesn't shock me that it got lost in the shuffle a little bit, but I think it is a shame, like um obviously the movies you mentioned are like, you know, good black teen movies. And I always say we don't have enough of them, but for some reason I think there's like for whatever reason, the tier two has sort of been erased, right? Like like that's not streaming anywhere, and it's really disappointing because I would never have seen this
1: gem if it wasn't for you. So I, I again appreciate that. Hey, no problem, man. No problem. I do. I, I knew this one was a little bit better than dirty D. This one had a little <laughs> bit more, yeah, a little, bit more, a little more defined. So I was like, yeah, he'll probably like this one a little bit better
0: because I think it just fits right into that 1999 uh, teen comedy stuff. You know, I mean, you have the stuff like American pie, but again, in that era, I feel like every month, There was a new teen film in the theater, and you don't get that today, especially not ones like this.
1: Yeah, yeah, this one's definitely uh, definitely special to me. At least to me, I think it's it's a gem for sure.
0: So uh, if you're like me out there and not familiar with Trippin, I actually do have the back of the physical DVD with me right now in my hand, so I'll read it out (laughs) for you guys. High school senior Greg Reed has it all. Money, fame, and girls. Unfortunately for him, it's all in his dreams. G spends so much time tripping on what might happen, he's about to miss out on what will happen. For his prom date, G sets his sights on Cindy Hawkins, the sharpest girl in school, and proceeds to learn some hard lessons about life and love. Yet, through it all, G develops newfound direction and motivation, finds out there's more to look forward to in life by keeping it real. Makes sense. (laughs) Um... Not a lot of notes on this film. I mean, the cast, we'll have a fun time talking about the cast here. It's it's, it's a low-key, deep cast. (laughs) It really is. For me, it was like, oh, I remember that person. Oh, I remember that guy. Um, The director, I wasn't too familiar
1: with, though. It's kind of funny. I'm not even familiar with I'm usually pretty uh, familiar with the directors.
0: (laughs) Yeah, David Ryer, R-A-Y-R. He seems like more of a TV director, but he doesn't really like, I mean, that doesn't mean you've made it or not but he doesn't have like a Wikipedia page uh I've seen some of the TV work but
1: nothing like too crazy never heard his name but I, I don't I don't he's not I don't remember him really like that
0: no but it's a shame because he did. he did a really good job I thought here I wanted to double check this yeah okay I knew I saw his name I knew I remembered his name somewhere because he also directed this film called whatever it takes have you heard of this one
1: whatever it takes uh yes what um Uh, The one girl I had a crush on, Um, the boy from uh, Breaking Bad is in it. Yeah, uh,
0: it's Shane West. This this dude, Shane West. Yep, Shane West, Aaron Paul, and James Franco. Yeah, I got it. And like, Aaron Paul wasn't Breaking Bad for y'all. In case y'all don't know. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and that's, uh, I'm glad you know that one, you know your stuff, because that's like a pretty obscure one that like, only only real teen movie fans of a certain era know that one, and again, that's yeah. why, like, when I was saying his name, I'm like, I know I've seen it somewhere, we haven't covered that one yet, but that's also a deep cut, so, and then uh, M- Maria Sokolov is one of the Yeah, leads. that's the girl, yeah, that's the one I had a crush on for sure That's who I thought you were talking about, oh, Colin Hanks is in that movie as, as well, so I need to uh, watch that one again So I guess he does have some experience at the time directing these sort of teen films. Well, I mean, that's pretty cool. That's a cool connection. Regarding the cast here, uh, you mentioned uh, Deion Richmond as uh, Greg. Where did you, I mean, you said he was hot at the moment. I remember him, he was like on the later seasons
1: of like Sister Sister. Yep. What else did you know him from? Uh, The first time I seen him was on the Cosby show. Oh, that's right. Yeah. He was on the Cosby show. He did a really good job there. And if he was on the Cosby Show, you you were pretty much you know set in stone to be seared in all of our brains for sure. <laughs> and he also was in um just this, this movie called Not Another Teen Movie. Of, of course, he, yeah, he, yeah. He was uh considered the uh, the token black guy. Token black guy. I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's he's so funny. He's so good. Yeah, he he has a natural gift for comedy. Like that was definitely his lane for sure. Yeah, and certainly had an era. I'm not sure what he's up to these days, but
0: yeah. I also want to mention that he was in Scream Three. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, I, I, it's all coming back to me as we go along. He just has such a um, like an infectious face, right? Like he's really good at like uh, showing emotion, especially uh, you know again in this film. When I saw like uh, some of the other names on this list, I was like, oh, he's the lead. And then as soon as we clicked in here, it just works so well because again, this movie is about him tripping a lot but it's like it just it bounces around these dream sequences and i think it it does it in an effective way we're like and we'll get to it where eventually when we get to like some of the big stuff in the ending you're like oh shit he's actually really doing this it's not a dream anymore right so yeah i I thought he did a really good job you know who who else really stuck out for you in the film i got a bunch of
1: names on my list so so many people man i love that you asked this man and I also, I just also want to say, man, I love that you get you doing this film with me, man. But yeah, Donald Faison—he's somebody Ooh. that I would love to interview because he's been all over the place. You know, a film like this, Scrubs, Clueless, Next Day Air—he's he's done so many different films and different type of genres and a uh, different type of, uh, you know, different different cultures. So you know, he 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 was one of the few actors that could cross over like that. So I would—he definitely one that stands out. Guy Tori. I was actually more familiar with his brother Joe Torrey, who's um who's a stand up comedian. I think they're both actually stand up comedians. Ah. But, but Joe Torrey sticks out to me a little bit more because I used to love this movie called Sprung with him and Paula J. Parker in it. Um, Maya Campbell, sister to uh Naomi Campbell, who's in here for a second actually.
0: Yeah. I, I thought that was pretty cool. Uh I mean I could I could understand I'll put it this way, I can
1: understand your feelings at the time. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> But she it was been. also in the in the house. She mm-hmm. was also in that mm-hmm. show. And she was gorgeous on there, too. And I, and I think we're around the same age. So, I man, you already know how it goes. <laughs> and it's funny, um, the one lady um, that plays Greg Reed's mom on here, I, I can never get her first name uh, correct, but she's also in Scrubs. Yeah,
0: yeah, she's that that uh, one of the nurses. No, I, yep. I recognized her as well. Um, just so many memorable yeah, faces. Yeah. You have that uh, the one girl from the Moesha and the Parkers.
1: Yeah, yeah, Countless Vaughn. Yep, uh, Anthony Anthony Anderson's in this.
0: Yeah, that was crazy too. I even thought I recognized the um, like the lead drug
1: dealer dude, uh, Stony Jackson is his name, but I
0: couldn't figure out his oh,
1: name. He yeah, I, he's, I've only seen him in uh. This is the only thing I've ever seen him in.
0: I don't know. Maybe he just has a recognizable face, or sometimes there's like a. You'll have a guy. who will play something in the background of a movie, and I won't remember it until like years later. I'm like, oh shit, that's where he was from. Yeah,
1: but he probably was. He probably was in a, in a couple black films. I probably just don't remember which ones.
0: Just back to what you were saying about Donald Faison, though. Like, I mean, he's still in commercials. People still, you know, recognize him. Like, what, what a career! And, and you're absolutely right. Like, just to be in. You know films like this and films like Clueless at the same yep. time. Th- that's range. That's crossover, and I just love it. Oh yeah, man, he, he's somebody I would definitely love to interview. Yeah, that would that would be a great listen. Uh, yeah, you mentioned
1: also the other one I had was just like the Naomi Campbell. Uh... Yeah, it's a couple more too. Um, uh, the guy Dartanian Edmonds, he was he's another comedian. Uh, he was one of the henchmen he was the henchman next to Anthony um, Anderson. Oh. And I never forget him because I remember in this movie called Deliver Us from Eva, he actually uh, said Delaware in the movie. So I never forget him for that. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously, that's where I'm from. Nice. A couple other, um, I guess you would consider video victims. One of them was actually um, on The Housewives of Atlanta. I think Uh, Claudia Jordan. I think she's on The Housewives of Atlanta. Oh wow! Yeah, Yeah. Uh, or was Um, Natasha Williams? She was on um, How to Be a Player. That was. I think everybody liked her after seeing her her scenes on there. Shaka Kemp, I think, was a video of vixen that was in a lot of uh, rap videos. So there's a lot of uh, even a girl from um, uh, a Fair uh, Fair Franklin from uh, she was in Destiny's Child at one point. She she's in here for a second too. Oh, that's cool. Like I want to congratulate the casting director for having an
0: eye for just like being able to cast people who became. Not just became something, but like we're something and are memorable and have memorable faces. Like, I mean, there's really not much else to talk about when it comes to like the production of this film. I wish there was more. Maybe we'll spark a, a little trip in Renaissance. It's happened on the show before. Not taking credit for anything, but I feel like when we cover sometimes these movies, sometimes they'll get a little bit of a, a little bit of a revival somewhere here or there. Yeah, you know, you maybe. never know. Yeah. I mean, it didn't happen with dirty deeds, but maybe it'll happen. With, <laughs> maybe it'll happen uh, with Trippin'. So, yeah, I
1: knew that was a long shot. A long <laughs> shot.
0: <laughs> you know, let's talk about some of your favorite scenes in the movie, and because it's this is a really a nice, simple high school teen story. I love movies like this. I love movies yeah. that you know. Some people say they're cliche. I don't care, but take place like. Senior year or towards, towards the end of the year, movies that end at prom, movies about anxiety, about getting into college and asking the girl out. And this has all of that. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, I love it, man. Uh, so many scenes that I love. But I, I think I, I'll name a few. But my favorite scene for sure is when he's going to the prom and he gets on the bus. And I just love how everybody staring at him. You know, it got him maybe feeling a little awkward maybe. But it is mine. He's keeping it real. He's like, you know what? You know, the limo is, is not really keeping it real. I know I can't afford that. I'm not gonna get on that limo. I'm gonna get on this bus because this is where I'm at in life right now. But my favorite part about it is a lady that says, Hey, you looking all right, baby, you're looking good. And then he starts smiling, you know, and he, he gets some confidence in himself, you know, he like he's like, I you know, I, I kept it real and I, and I just like how everybody was just kinda turn of them on a little bit. I, I love that moment. Um, that's one.
0: Yeah, so it feels so earned right? It feels so earned, which which is crazy to say, because most of the movie, he's just, like, daydreaming and bullshitting and lying, you know? And then at that point where it starts right with the tuxedo, and he's, like, I think his dad or his mom are like, oh, I thought you were going to get the one with the tails. And he's like, nope, from now on, I'm keeping it real. And and you're right. Like, it really just builds to a, a really nice, I think, ending. Before that, though, Some of the fantasies he has are pretty hilarious. Oh, yeah. My favorite one
1: is uh, is the Black Terminator. Oh,
0: yeah. I was dying with that. Man, listen, man.
1: With that part where he says all ugly motherfuckers get the fuck out. (laughs) Listen, man. Listen. People were saying that for years. That's awesome. (laughs) Just randomly. And people would be bagging up in class. Or or we could be at a party or something. And someone would say that. You knew right where it was from, and it was instant laughs. it, it didn't matter. It was male, female. Everybody was laughing. <laughs> yeah, that is, that is a great scene. I actually wrote that line
0: down too. Oh, you know what? You know what was one of the scenes that, believe it or not, when I was like trying to do research for this film, that like a lot of people were talking about in like reviews. First, let's talk about like that teacher of his, right? Like he's a real cool teacher. He's really kind of I like love him. Yeah, he's great. He's one of my favorite teachers that that I've seen. You know, telling him basically or you know, everyone in class like the things they need to do, like he shares his story later that he was a businessman essentially, like worked really hard, came back to school. And I know it's like it could come off as preachy, but like it didn't feel like like a nerdy teacher. Like I really got like I felt like I would get along with this teacher,
1: you know what I'm saying? Yeah, he definitely felt like someone that, that that's in your corner, someone that you would actually listen to and apply what he's saying now he was really dope reason why for me it doesn't come off preaching this is probably me at my 39 year old self thinking um thinking probably a little bit more differently than i was when i was 16 is that you can tell that he really wants greg to be something he want he don't want greg to go to jail he want greg to do something with his life and i understand how that feels you know being a coach at one point and you know when you when you do coaching, it's more than just being a coach, you know. At times you can be a, a solo father figure to mm. to these kids. And when you see a kid going left, you want him to go right. You just wanna you just wanna grab him and put him in the right lane with you know, but you can't. So you just hope your words are, are enough to deliver a message and he apply what you say. And I could just feel that watching that now at thirty nine. It's such a different perspective.
0: I love hearing that because I again I feel like this is a teacher who would come off. Like, I think kids would, would listen to him. Yeah. He definitely, and you're right, he definitely seems like he cares. Uh, I was trying to get it do you remember the character's name? I want to give him a shout out.
1: I think his name was Mr. Schaefer. Like, his, his, they always said it, Greg always said his name kind of fast. I think it was Mr. <laughs> Schaefer in the movie, but I know in real life his name is Michael Warner.
0: Michael Warner. Okay. Well, we'll shout out the actor because he does a really good job.
1: Yeah, because it's kind of funny. I just seen him on In the House that Maya Campbell was in. He's in like one episode. I just see he, uh, he actually plays uh, Debbie Allen's uh, ex husband. Oh, in that
0: that's awesome. Yeah. Um, but I bring him up, too, because, you know, he's a I, I think he's an English teacher because he's talking about the Harlem Renaissance and he's talking about um, a, a lot of poetry and things like that. And then there's like the poetry fantasy that yep. that they have. That was hilarious, man. I especially cannot quote some of the lines in that poem, but I will, t- <laughs> I will tell you that in, in a lot of the positive reviews, I I read one that was like, I still remember that poem word for word for word. (laughs) I really didn't have time to come here, but Mr. Shafing is my boy and shit.
1: And shit, his words are so... Before I go, I'd like to leave you with a
0: poem from my new collection, G's Ghetto Mind, Volume 2.
1: don't be fucking with my shit
0: don't be fucking with my shit get your own stuff you greedy bitch keep your hands off my clothes and your eyes off my cash or I'll break up a side 12 in your motherfucking ass (laughs) If I find two dollars when I know I had seven, I'll be on your monkey ass like five minutes to eleven. So your eyes may look and your teeth may grit, but don't be fucking with my shit.
1: I just got finished watching it not too long ago. And and still I mean this movie came out in nineteen ninety nine. It's two thousand twenty-three. And and this and that moment still so many moments on the movie still have me bagging up, but that one literally had me almost in tears. <laughs> Unbelievable. We gotta get this movie streaming. It's it's a shame that it's not like readily available. It was on Tubi for a second, like right before you went to go look forward. Of course. It on there, and then as soon as you went to look forward, it was off. <laughs> That makes sense cuz I'm pretty sure
0: I like checked to see if I could stream it at some point but I I don't know. Maybe they're taking it off. Sometimes I've noticed that they'll take something off Tubi be because they're like doing, you know, some cleanup and re-release somewhere right. so I hope that's the case. Um <laughs> there's a couple other fantasies that I really enjoy. Um but before that, what did you think of his just his friend group if you will right like you have uh what's the one dude's name the fish fish yeah uh, you have fish and you have june as his two best friends right
1: <laughs> yeah um you know a couple couple knuckleheads that I that I know couple of lovable <laughs> knuckleheads yeah <laughs> you know i've had a few friends like this where you know what like one of my favorite scenes is when when greg asks them what do they, what do they want to do with their lives and you know June, he's talking about basically being um, a, a full time lover. And you know, <laughs> Fish, he, he comes up with this ridiculous story of how he's gonna be the man and you know, he's gonna be hitting a girl every day. <laughs> a different, every different girl night. In, in, <laughs> night. Yeah. And so and I, I just love how you know his perspective had changed. You know, because he was you know talking to Sydney, and you know Sydney you know made him want to better himself. And the, I just loved the different perspective in that moment because I was that guy that had that I worried about my future versus some of my friends. They just was like going with the flow. And, you know, I wasn't really a go with the flow type of guy. I wanted to have something, at least have some type of direction. So I definitely have had this conversation, believe it or not, very similar to what uh, went on. But, yeah, I mean, they, um, they 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 cool, though. You know, I kind of like how a fish kind of pops up out of nowhere like Batman. Uh, <laughs> June, you know, he's smooth, but he, but he a knucklehead at the same time. You know, just messing with too many women.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I think I think I definitely have been a fish at youth moments in my life. We'll just put it that way, right? But, <laughs> but I love everything about him. I, we all know people like this. Uh, June's little side arc, he kind of gets involved with the bad crowd on top of <laughs> too many women. Um, it's funny because this movie, while a lot of these 90s sex comedies, if you will... Like will glorify thing a, a lot of the stuff the guys do. I feel like everyone gets their just comeuppance in, in this film. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like June gets gets sort of punished for his transgressions. It's not like in a crazy way, but certainly, certainly, Greg as he goes through the motions and he's like, you know lying about uh, the college stuff initially, right? Like oh yeah, oh yeah he needs to sort of find his way to get back in the good graces of, of Cine. Um, yeah. but like, like the Dick, her Dick boyfriend gets his comeuppance, you know, yeah. and then back to Cindy. she's a pretty like well-rounded character considering, you know, we're talking again, 1999 and, and, and a film probably directed at young men. She's college bound. She's dedicated. She feels like she has like, uh, layer, she doesn't just even though she's incredibly beautiful,
1: she doesn't just seem about that, right? Like yeah, she got the beauty and the brains, yeah. And and I love what Mr. Schaefer is is telling Greg, like man, men are drawn to women like her. He said, Man, but you don't ride a bike getting to the moon. And I just love that part where he says, You know what? You'll never have her. From Mr Schaefer's point of view, he's like, Man, maybe if I could tell this young man that he ain't gonna get a young woman like that, maybe that a make him want to go into the right direction and do something with his life it's sydney you know has a lot of layers um she's um definitely one of my favorite characters on in the movie i I just love how she makes greg want to be helps him makes him want to be something because sometimes a man needs that push you know from from somewhere from a woman from a older sibling or older og somebody needs to give that young man a, a push especially when you can see he got potential to do something much greater than ending up in jail
0: i agree and the way she did it too wasn't like she didn't seem like a one-dimensional character just written to motivate greg she was motivational because of who she was in her life like she was almost a role model to him as well as
1: a hot lady that he wanted to get with you know yeah mr schaefer asked her you know you know he was pretending to be the boss and he was like hey you know i need you to tell me who you are tell me the essence of yourself, you know, her, her answer about, you know, how she's the light. Um, I forget the rest of it, but you you can see how, you know, Greg just looked at her and all when she said that, and that had nothing to do with her looks or nothing. That was just straight brains right there. It's a lot of good nuggets in this movie. There was only one knock I had on her though. Like when, when he first goes to holler at her, the way she just like kind of you know, downplayed him. I, I, I thought she could have handled that a little bit, <laughs> a little bit differently, you know, but, you know, at least she kind of made him. You know, see him play him too much, but you know, she did kind of play him at the same time. But besides that, I love seeing. Him. <laughs> <laughs> no, and again, I, I think their ending
0: is pr- is pretty well earned. What did you think of the whole? I guess his whole family elements. You know, the little brother, the grandpa who's who's hilarious, and and the parents. Um, yeah. What do you think of uh, yeah, his domestic situation?
1: They were all brilliant and relatable. Like I just wanted to give them all a hug. <laughs> Grandpa, he was awesome, man. Great actor.
0: Greg pushed me out the bed, ma.
1: No, I didn't. Shut up, you little punk. Don't call him that. Now I heard him Hit the floor. <laughs> Would somebody please pass
0: me the bacon?
1: Here you go, Granddaddy. You can have some of mine. No,
0: he can't eat the food, boy.
1: Oh, Ma, dad, when y'all going to hook a brother up with some men for the prom? When you ask me in English, I'll answer you. I want bacon! I want bacon! I want bacon! No!
0: Now take these pills. The doctor said to avoid meat. So I die Wednesday, instead of Thursday, who gives a shit? <laughs> if I don't get some bacon, I'm gonna spit all over everybody's food. Oh, I, Honor, no. All right, all right, all right, all right. Here, take the damn bacon and cut the shit. You're a good boy, son. Parents, can you find it in your heart to give your son some money to fund his senior prom activities? No. Hell
1: no. Oh, come on. It's my senior prom. Yeah, man. Bill Henderson, shout out to him. He's been doing it for a long time. The father and the, 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 the two that played the parents, they were brilliant on both sides. When they had to be like silly. In his dreams you know he in his uh in his daydreams they were brilliant when they had to be real as parents in the real life they were brilliant and i i love the little brother too man a little brother jamal like he um i just love that part where he reading the college letters he doesn't get into any of them and jamal hugs him and said man i didn't want you to go anyway i said man Man, he might have made me shed a tear right there oh. if was, I was Greg, man. <laughs> you know, your little brother, you know, not wanting you need to go anyway. So that was, that was uh, pretty, pretty cool, man. That was, I, I like that whole dynamic, man. Yeah, I thought it was
0: like a, re- a really nice uh, supportive family dynamic. And they were also like real, too, in a sense, you know, back to when he's ends up hitting the bus and going to prom alone right they're all like being supportive right and as soon as he walks out it's not in a mean (laughs) way but they're like oh that's the saddest thing i've ever seen essentially right like he's going to prom alone you know and more i was more like wow you know what like they could have because earlier in the film when they were you know when his dad's busting his balls a bit and his mom too and they're like oh yeah that's every that's almost every black parent (laughs) ever almost you know, fair enough, but his behavior really working hard to try to get into those schools, whatever his motivation was, right? They had almost earned, he'd almost earned their respect. And I thought, I saw that as like they were not going to shit on him at this point, right? Like they were going to let him go. I mean, they they could have easily said, You're going to prom alone, are you an idiot? You know, I'm just paraphrasing, right? right. right? But they right. almost like just, again, I just love the support they, they got here. His college process is super interesting as well because he has he's sort of not even thinking about it until like he has a conversation with the teacher and really, you know, feels like this is something that Cindy's gonna be into.
1: Yeah, I love it. I love it, man. I love the process because the thing I love about the process the most is that when he realizes he gotta get his priorities straight. Like what well, that this that, that moment. But he he went from not even wanting to even get in the car, not even caring about it to actually applying to five schools. Yeah, it was It was a nice process. This movie does a cool thing by, like, you know,
0: not everyone goes to college, and right. they're sort of selling him on other, other avenues here, right? Like, uh, go to the job fair, trade, trade school. school. Yeah. yeah, and he's not, like, feeling it 100%, but it's not because he's like, that's not a good
1: career path, or that's not what
0: I want to do. It's more because, you know,
1: like, where his head's at at that point. But at that time... I, I love that. I love his reaction to to trade school because it seemed like like now it, it seems extremely acceptable. But back then, you know, you didn't want to when you were seventeen, eighteen, and in nineteen nineties, late nineteen nineties, early 2000s, You didn't want to go to trade school, and and not a lot of people wanted to go to the army either. You know, you wanted to go to college. College. You felt like that was the creme de la creme de, of things to do with your life. It's kind of why I love the movie, The Perfect Score. Oh yeah. I don't think people understand how much like it was seared into our brains to go to college. And I, and I love the way this movie shows it in its own way.
0: Yeah, I actually was going to bring that up, too, because I think in that era, like trade school was such a buzzword for you not doing anything with your life, which is, again, ridiculous when you look it was, at it very
1: ridiculous, yes. t-
0: today. But back then, that was the case. And I, I don't know you know when i was in high school like if i said that to a guidance counselor or i said i wanted to just enter the workforce they would have looked at me like no you're better than that you know what i mean right, but right. i th- you know i think we all know a lot of plumbers who make more than teachers right and this is not yeah, it's yeah. is not dissing either side by the way both are necessary both are both, necessary yeah. both are important in its own way and this movie really highlights, again, the thought process in 1999 and how, again, we could take that differently today. Because when, you're right, when, when he goes to the career fair and he looks at the army, I do love this scene, too, when he, like, he imagines himself sort of like a G.I. Joe. Uh, I
1: thought that was done really well. <laughs> you're going to make me go real local up in here. <laughs> <laughs> And it looked good and for a second. He was he was knocking everybody off. Then old boy had to bomb and man he took his arm <laughs> off.
0: It. It looked yeah, good for a second. It did. And then even when he's thinking about colleges, this is early on when it's first like Harvard and and they're having the conversation there, and it's like idealized. Idealized. And then um, what do they call the historically black college here?
1: It's a combination of Howard and Morehead State. <laughs> it is. Yeah, so it's, I, I, it's more something, something more. Is either more something or something more? Yeah, I can't yeah. remember the name of it off the top of the head. How more, more, more something? I don't know. You know the way they, the way they depict
0: that as well, and then it's funny because that's the school he ends up getting into after you know f- yep. four rejections in a row. Eventually, he gets that fifth one. I honestly, I was pleasantly surprised that he ended up getting into like a college like that because I don't know. The movie got me right. I, th- I thought they were almost going to punish him for not going and i thought i was thinking 22023 right i thought that someone was going to tell him that no no it's okay you know this is maybe this is a better path for you whatever but happy he got in i know he said he got into
1: ucla to the girl but at least it wasn't a total lie he got into college right yeah he did he did get into college yeah wasn't... <laughs> you know at the time he he, he was nowhere near ucla he... yeah, but yeah he uh, yeah he got into college though he did get in <laughs> What other scenes really stuck out to you? Oh, wow, um, so much! Like when they go to the party, and I just remember when I was younger. Now, how they going to the party? They putting their hands up, and everybody like shouting about, like, oh, "Hey, Greg, what's going on, man? What's up, June?" Like I just I can remember going to parties when I was that age, and everybody just knew me. It, I remember somebody coming up to me and wanting to talk to me about basketball in the middle of a party. It just it it was just. I just it really brought me back. I love that moment, yeah, let's talk about that party.
0: I love a good high school party in a movie, right like and yes. I think this was another good one. They're always so full like that, and just wanted to shout that out as well. I loved, loved that there was a dad there hitting on
1: the girls <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, I mean that was that has happened. There. <laughs> that's true oh yeah, yeah. you know somebody just a little bit too old up there they like come on man get a body here bro you know always a guy man never a female man there's always some dude man. oh 100 yeah no it's never a girl yeah. <laughs> I, I, I just love when they go as soon as they get into the party you know you hear the, the music in the background what a gangsters is that what a gangster is that I, I, I love I, I love the soundtrack too of this movie
0: does your dvd have two music videos
1: actually this my dvd doesn't have doesn't have any videos or special features or anything i'm like what the heck is going on like, i was gonna look at the special features today but i, I didn't see anything i was like oh man i might have to go get a new dvd
0: <laughs> yeah this one i didn't watch it but this one says uh widescreen and full screen edition uh cast bios theatrical trailer i mean that's not a big video but then it says two bonus music videos from the soundtrack Men
1: of Vision, Break Me Off, and great little oh, great song, great song. And RX lowered the bomb, so I'll check those out. I think the three best songs to me personally is is yeah, Break Me Off, Men of Vision, Thinking by Three T, and No Authority's Girlfriend. Those are those are the three that stand out to me for sure. So I love movie soundtracks. I am sure this one's not on vinyl, but if
0: it goes on vinyl, I will definitely buy it. It was released on CD, so. That's cool. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, also, the other thing in the party that I thought was funny was uh, the spiking of the punch.
1: Classic. Oh, yeah. The spiking of yeah. the punch. Yeah. Yeah, that was hilarious. That was, yeah, that's definitely a classic, like, 90s thing. <laughs> yeah. You saw, like, every TV show or movie, high school TV show or high school movie, somebody was spiking the punch. I mean, it was interesting how how June had Snap's girl in, in the beard and... <laughs> <laughs> oh my and, God! Yeah, with the yeah, food. that was wild. <laughs> Yeah, with the food and all that. And you know, one of the and one of the best parts, you know, of, of the you know of the party is I, the boy Greg, he gets to kiss Sydney. I'm like, oh, okay, like right, right towards the end of that party.
0: I. Th- thought that this might have been another fantasy, another one of his his daydreaming things that was happening here, right? Cuz when he impressive. when he approaches her outside, he's just so confident and I was like, "Oh, shit." And she's into it as well and they share this like really nice kiss and I'm like oh. I'm like, "Oh, he actually did that? That's awesome." Too many movies, especially at the time, go into this friend zone and wait to the last minute to tell the girl, "No, no, no, I like I like you a little bit more or this is not what I'm looking for," right? He just lays it on the line right there, which I really appreciated, especially in, like, 2023 eyes as well. Like, yeah, he had lied to her, but when it got to the point where he saw that she was definitely interested in him, he was like, listen, he laid all his cards on the table and saw where he was at. And, again, I just appreciated
1: the honesty, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. I I love it because it kind of reminds me of myself, you know, some guys are a little bit shy but they just need like a crack in the door like once he got that crack in the door he was able to show her his full game so he just i was kind of like that to a degree you know sometimes it was just hard to, to, to get the door to budge. but once i got the budge, i could you know I, I could put my smooth on a lady you know and sometimes it turned out good sometimes it didn't <laughs> <laughs> but at least you know you laid your cards on the table right so like that's oh, what's yeah,
0: important yeah. you know eventually of course as i mentioned they have a little bit of a falling out, obviously, because he, you know, he he lied a little bit when when he's caught at the career fair or whatever. But yep. we already talked about his you know, humility, his decision to keep it real, as he says, you know, taking the bus to prom. So let's talk about the prom. But uh, did you go to your prom? Yes, I went to my prom. Yes. Give me the details. What
1: was that like? I went to the prom. Me and my boy, we went to the prom. I actually, um, I, I was actually, was, I was kind of supposed to take a girl. I know this is going to sound weird, but I was kind of supposed to take a girl. And, like, I asked her to the prom, but I told her I was going to meet her at the prom I didn't have a car at the time. So she was like, you know, she was kind of like, you know what, I'll, I'll go um, just so, um... Basically, she kind of just went, you know, because I don't think she could have gotten in. I think she was a junior, but I think only mm-hmm. seniors could get in. So, But basically, um, me and my boy we went to the prom. It was cool. I danced with everybody, and I took pictures with the girl that I asked to the prom. But, yeah, it was it was, it was a little bit of a blur. To me, the highlight of, of my prom was the after party for me. That, that's what I remember the most. Because they They had a huge after party at the mall, at the Dover Mall. That lasted till four in the morning. Whoa! Free, yeah, man, they had free movies, free pizza, free drinks. Um, they wanted to make sure no one was having sex that night. Yeah, that like... <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. They did it. at the mall. Oh yeah, at the mall until four in the morning, man. Like it was. That's I seen the mummy that night. I remember. That's cool. I, yeah, yeah, it was awesome. Wow, wow that's really
0: cool. Yeah, I think it's on uh, the Queen Mary or, or one of these boats out in L.A. I don't know. I don't know L.A. like that, but uh, I, I thought it was a pretty cool. I thought it was a pretty cool prom. Pretty classy. Uh, pretty classy setting here, and you know, kind of traditional in terms of of the way our teen films end. But you know what? I liked it, uh, and this is where we get our Naomi Campbell uh, cameo as
1: well. Yep. Yeah, the dating uh, Mister Schaefer. Else, <laughs> how you pronounce name? <laughs> Yeah, and he was getting props when he came in. He was like, all right, all right, all right, man. He did not gave me enough props, man. Leave me alone now. <laughs> I feel like he could
0: have, like, the character earned this to me as well. I feel like he, not not necessarily Naomi Campbell, but I feel like he could be dating
1: this girl, right? Like, cause oh, without he, question. He definitely, you can definitely tell he's like that type of guy that could date a model for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely,
0: right? Um <laughs> Let's backtrack a little. What did you think of her
1: uh, boyfriend or ex boyfriend or the guy she was with, Sydney? Uh, yeah, he he was he was definitely clownish, man. You know, just trying to you know and you know have sex with her and, and and not just uh. I don't understand how you get someone like Sydney and you understand how amazing she is. Why, why wouldn't you take take your time with her and then let that naturally happen? Now, you already she's already your girlfriend. You know, I'd have just took her to the Lauryn Hill concert, and that would have been it. We could have walked. We could have walked on the beach. You know, I'd have just held her hand, and without no expectations. I'm not sure why he didn't take that route. She probably would have just came to him. Nice, good, good advice here. I love it. Um, he yeah. he also to me looked like he was older. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah, a lot of these, a lot of these characters look old. Like a lot of, these, especially like when you see the prom part you're like, man, it's like, like a couple twenty year olds up here for sure. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> uh, yeah,
0: definitely. Um, but again, he he gets his he gets his comeuppance too.
1: Um, there's a lot of little side characters that I don't know if we're gonna you know have time to talk about. I got a lot of time in the world, man. Any other favorites? It's funny you mention Maya Campbell's boyfriend, uh, ex boyfriend. But I I do like how he was throwing jabs at uh, Countless Vaughn's character. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because yeah, she was definitely annoying, though. Like I, I know girls like that too. That you just you you just want to oh my goodness, you just want them to be erased for a second, you know, <laughs> <laughs> a little space. Yeah, yeah. You just want some space for them for, for sure. Like they just get on your nerves and they're a little bit of a tyrant because you know they you trying to hook up with their friend or whoever. And they just—they always intercept and always block and always cock blocking, I man. You know what I mean? So it's—it's it's, uh, it's definitely a, a a few of them. I know a few of them for sure, and became cool with some of them. I still liked her character too. I mean, like I thought she did yeah, a really I mean, good job good. at playing that role. She did a great job for sure, especially that part where you know Sydney says, "I thought you were special," and then she leaves, and then you know, Countless Vaughn character comes up, and she she you know she does that big eye look and goes like, um like that's that was like the fatality yeah like, yeah had finished him <laughs> and she came through with the fatality like it was perfect you know because that, that really really made him feel you no know, low you know <laughs> like he took an L absolutely so look I don't know how
0: many other podcasts you're going to be talking tripping on so get everything out everything you've ever wanted to
1: talk about when it comes to this film let's do it <laughs> Uh, let's see what what are, what haven't I what haven't we talked about? Um, I think oh yeah I gotta say something about this. The dorm when he when he's in his dorm, and I love that part where he's in there and you know people is chanting. They're like, "Go Greg, go Greg," and yeah. he's doing the dance. My cousin used to do that dance <laughs> in the house, and he would have me in tears, man. Like I couldn't even do the dance with him because he was so funny, man. And, like sometimes we would rewind it. We rewind it just so my cousin could could do it. <laughs> Dean Richmond is he's so to me he's so special with this movie. He, he, to me he's comedic gold in this movie. To me, like like even that part where like he's getting recruited and it's like I think it's second fantasy in the movie, and his parents is like man like Yo, he gonna he gonna need the booty he gonna need this and that. Yeah. yeah. Hey, And at the end, just, I know this, this is going to sound wild, but just one of the, the, the funniest parts to me is at the end of that, where, you know, the girl comes up, you know, everybody leaves the parents and everybody and the girl comes out of the steam, like shower or whatever that thing was. And the way, Greg or Dean Richmond, the way he just puts his hands down and looks at it is so hilarious, man. I'm like, this dude is comedic gold. <laughs> just the way he does that maneuver was just so hilarious. Uh, oh,
0: man. Back to the uh, the dorm thing, though, like when he's in college, you're so right. Like the moves he does here too as well. And not just the dance, but like I love when, when uh, some of the other kids come in and they're just like essentially, you know, Begging for acceptance and mercy from him, whatever. And he has yeah. the statue of his ass, and he's like,
1: it's yeah. a kiss my ass." No, no, no. Get really yeah. in there, you know. Yeah, get all in the crack. Yeah, like, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, it's it's so many so many moments. Um, you know, like I said, I think I think the henchmen were hilarious. You know, what I mean, was, I like the part where you know the henchmen and fish. They were going back and forth with the jokes, which is which is ironic to a like it's a great irony to a degree because. All three of them are comedians. So, you know, they're going back and forth. And I just remember when I was a kid, my favorite joke in that little segment was when uh fish says, he just mad because you can't do this, and he he bounces his legs up and down. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like, he's crazy with that. But it's funny because now now that I see it now, the funny part to me, for some reason, is when they first come up to him, and the one me, I forget his name, he says, Man, he said, what's going on, June, May, July, something like that? Yeah. Because <laughs> he's getting June's name wrong. He's saying the bust of the year. I was like, man, this dude's funny for this, man. Those guys are great. You mentioned something before, too,
0: that really stuck out at me. Like, the actors in this film, they had to play their characters, and they also had to play, like, five different fantasy versions of their characters when they were in his, his daydreams, right? So, so that yep. like, the, like you mentioned, the parents do a really great job at that. I guess Cinny's pretty much the same throughout because you know she's kind of stays idealized, but all the other right. guys like w- with the specific roles they play there, um, I thought that's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, because June and Fish kind of play like his bodyguards at one point. You know, like when, he, <laughs> when he's you know saying that poem. You know, what I mean, uh, don't don't be fucking with my shit. You know, like when he's saying that poem. <laughs> <laughs> You know, they kind of had to get everybody out the way. I, I, I don't even love how the teacher was was just, like, cheering him on and like, his biggest fan. Like, like that one point where he says, and shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Some powerful words. Yeah. That was like, hilarious. This, this movie is too hilarious, man. I'm telling you. I love it. I'll say it again. Please have it streaming somewhere soon. Oh, yeah. It'll probably be on Tubi soon. But like, I, I know... Um, like something just came back like a low down dirty shame just came back i know it was streaming like two months ago then it then it stopped and it, now it's back so i'm assuming it's gonna come back
0: hope so i see some clips i wanted to see if i could get the poem and drop it in the episode and i there are some clips on youtube but they're very uh like someone recorded the TV with their phone or something, but I, I, I don't care. I'll drop it in, but warning to everyone listening, you know, I wouldn't say it's exactly PC, but it is funny. <laughs> All right. So first question we ask every week, who was this movie made for?
1: Well, I think this movie was made for, I, I think more so um, for, for the young uh, black men at that time. But at the same time, I, I think you can say, say, oh, um, almost most teenagers, no matter where you come from, can relate to some degree, but definitely more, I think this is definitely more for the young black man for sure.
0: Yeah, and I'm in agreement with you there. It's just, to me, it's just a shame. And I think I said this on uh, my episode of of The Wood, that like, they did not advertise these movies to non-black people. And this is a funny movie, no matter what. I think if you like teen movies, you would enjoy this film. I mean, I, I guess you know we can go into
1: the sociological bullshit that was happening, but right. it's just a shame. Yeah, it is. It is, man. I'm glad that you touched on it, man, and and you give us some acknowledgement, and you even you even did this, man, because you know, this is the, this the wood or um, two gems. It's, it's a few more that that are you know, some really really good gems, man, that that don't get a lot of notoriety or love when people talk about you know the top ten teen movies i don't know how the wood doesn't get in there not now, tripping i can kind of understand a little bit because it was probably a little bit on the back burner but i don't know how people can mention so many other movies and the wood never gets mentioned i'm like wow to me it's like the greatest teen movie of all time but <laughs> like you know i love clueless and i love uh i even love whatever it takes and i wouldn't put that in my top 10 but I I, I love uh, American Pie. I I love them. I think they're they're great films in their own right. You know, I don't care how many times people you know have a have a for lack of a better term, and and this American Pie, I still like the movie. But but the Wood, I mean, and and even this one, I mean, these are two that two gems that should be in at least the top twenty somewhere.
0: Yeah, I would say a movie like this, tripping is. On par with movies like Can't Hardly Wait, right? Like, yeah, uh, Donald was actually in that. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> tier two, as you said, teen films yeah. are like just as important, just as special to people, right? Like, not everything has to be this groundbreaking film sometimes you just want to go to the movie and and have fun and this is like a go to the movies have fun solid teen film to me but just really quickly because anytime i get to talk about the wood i'll mention it you are absolutely right that one is or should have legend status doing this podcast that's like if i could think off the top of my head that one movie that a lot of people have not seen that should see, because it's up there with any teen film. So I'm in 100% agreement with you. Yeah, my man. Most likely to succeed. Which character won the movie? I mean, we get a little coda here. We learn about some of the fates of our our leads, right? What happened? Yeah. Um, Fish actually hit the lottery and gets a different lady every night. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Annetta, which is the friend, uh, wrote a book called The Sister's Guide to Play-A-Hating. Uh, yep, yep, that makes sense. Uh, June, <laughs> June becomes gynecologist of the stars. So that's one where I don't know. Be careful what you wish for. That's all I'm gonna say. Uh, <laughs> but what was the line he gave where he says that? Oh, he's gonna finally hit that ass like a home run in the ninth. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And you know what? Like p- some people might watch this and like, oh, really? Like they seemed like they really liked each other and they went crude that that his fate was that he was finally hit that ass with a home run in the ninth. But they're teenagers. They were going to different schools. I love it.
1: They kept it simple here, and, and it's a great line. Right, right. And obviously, he he clearly, after what he did on stage, he clearly loves her for more than just her yes. looks. And, you know, <laughs> so I, we, we got to chill, man, sometimes. we get a little too sensitive, out here these days. We'll tell him. So then, uh, who was your most likely to succeed here? Um, Most likely to succeed? I, I probably have to say Sydney, for sure. She's probably most likely to succeed, for sure. We don't get, like, her fate, except that she got with, with uh, uh, Greg
0: here. But we know, again, she's the total package with everything. So, uh, yeah, I'm in agreement. I think Sydney's the the answer. Wooderson Award, is there a character in the film that you would have liked to have seen
1: more of? Oh, wow. Um, a character in the movie I would like to see. It, it, it seems like everybody, the time that everybody has is, is dealt up pretty perfectly, but if I, if I if I had to say one, I honestly, I think I'd probably say the teacher. I would love to see him in a couple more lines. Yeah. A couple more scenes for sure.
0: This is an all-time teacher. So that's a good answer. Um Long Duck Dong award. Is there a character whose omission would make the film better? Would you delete anyone from the film? Um wow.
1: Um Hmm. I don't think so. I'm trying. Let me give me one second to ponder this, but no, nah, I think um you know, even though um the the main gangster um he might have been a little rough for the tone a little bit. You know he uh <laughs> he they talk about how he shot my man and and, and uh hit him with the Oracle move, like the Joker shot him <laughs> in the in the back. Yeah, <laughs> and he was paralyzed and paralyzed him, and then he had the knife up the Greg's neck. That was a little a little rough, but I would I I wouldn't erase him though because he had some funny moments, how he was mis mispronouncing words and all of that. <laughs> yeah, that was so, funny. My cousin, my cousin, loved that that dubiosity <laughs> word. That's another word. That they, another thing about this movie that we that that, that lingered on beautifully for years. Look, I, I have to say that like I don't think this was a really
0: tight movie. I don't think there was too many extra characters. I saw a couple reviews. I think a Roger Ebert review. Who actually, he actually liked it, but he was like, "Oh, maybe there was too many uh, daydreams." I I didn't mind them. You know, I was having fun with them. Like I said, I, I think it's a pretty tight movie. And in terms of like controversy, like let's again put our twenty twenty three caps on. It's not that crazy compared to other films in nineteen ninety nine. American Pie is way worse. If you want to, you know. <laughs>
1: oh yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so yeah, I think uh, I think it passes the test there. <laughs> we alluded to this award, but Cameron Fry Award.
1: Did anyone look too old to be a high schooler? I think a lot of people here. Oh, for sure. Definitely uh, almost everybody that was an extra at the prom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They were like full on adults. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> now, the scores for this film are really, really interesting. Rotten Tomatoes, only 18% by the critics, which, you know, didn't really surprise me. Movies of this era that, yeah. like this, they don't get a lot of critical, you know, love. But 79%. By the audience and
1: what, wow, seventy nine. Oh, okay,
0: yeah, and two point nine out of five on Letterbox. And we say anything three and above is considered a movie on Letterbox among the nerds there, right? And I mean, right. I mean nerds in a loving way. It seems like when I read the reviews that this is getting a lot, a lot of love these days. Um, you know, I heard cult classic thrown around in, in a couple places.
1: Two point nine is not a bad score for a '90s teen sex comedy. For sure, for it, yeah, oh yeah, for this for this movie to get that, that's really, um, I'm I'm shocked on Letterbox that they got that. Yeah, I, I'm, fr- you know, frankly, pretty impressed. So, yeah, I think it should be a little higher, but you know, <laughs> I'm 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 a little shocked it got that. Well, now's your chance.
0: Here here is the Manila card, the red pen, A plus to F scale. What will you grade, Trippin'?
1: Wow, considering the genre that this film was in, I like to grade films by genre. I I would give this movie. An honest A, nice for sure. Yeah, I would give this movie an A. Considering I've seen so many teen movies, and if you, if you compare them to this one, I promise you, this one's probably better than most of them.
0: Yeah, you know, I, I think I wrote down B plus. I'm thinking about A minus, though. Like this is was just a really fun movie. It exceeded my expectations. Um, I, again, I think if you're into, especially the late '90s teen comedies. This is one that should be seen with all those other films that came out that year. This is, of course, High School Slumber Party, though. And you and I, you know, we're having this sleepover. We have our custom trippin' sleeping bags. What does your trippin'
1: sleeping bag look like? Um, <laughs> wow, I love this question. I would, um, I would probably have, you know, the teacher and his car on the sleeping bag. <laughs> Oh, I like that. I like that. <laughs> that was a nice ride, yeah, for especially for the time.
0: So one thing that I was really drawn in with this film was the fashion at the time. Okay. Some of the clothes they wear, I think, is like pretty again of the time. So I think I'm gonna do. I forgot. Damn, I forgot the brand he's wearing, but like the the jacket sort of that uh, June wears a lot in this film, like the Alpha he wears. Uh, Uh, I I know what you're talking about. Yeah, Yeah, like, I'm going to do my sleeping bag. It's going to look like that. I wish I remembered what brand it was, but it was a real, like, late 90s brand. Uh, That's definitely late 90s. Oh, man. I like that, though. All right, my favorite, favorite question every week. We know that we are renting, tripping, but we go, so we go to Blockbuster. We pick up a copy, but then we get to the counter. We see a sign. And by the way, I forgot to mention, this is the magical blockbuster that has every film that has ever existed up until this point. We see a sign. <laughs> the sign says, rent two movies, get one free. And I said, Keith, go to the back. We have Trippin'. What two other movies should we watch to make this an awesome triple feature
1: slumber party? You know, so my, I, I'm going to say the two movies that I wouldn't mind doing an episode with you with, if uh, if, if, you, if, we have, if we have time again. And the first one is assassination of a high school president, where Bruce Willis is the principal. Ooh, yeah! I forgot about that movie. Yeah, have you seen that yet? No, but it's on yeah. my list. Oh yeah, man! I, w- I would love to do that episode with you, uh, unless you're doing it with somebody else. No, understand. no, no! I don't. I don't have a lot of
0: bookings right now, so you know, I, I I I wiped the slate clean. I'm not. If someone asked to be on a movie six years ago. You know they might be disappointed now, so yeah,
1: I'm signing you up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's another one that I love, and um, my boy Bobby Funky on there, and um, the other movie. You know, since we talked about it earlier, I say, you know what, I'm gonna do a call back to this one, and you know, like I said, if we had time, I would love to do this episode with you too, whatever it takes. You know, that's that's another kind of obscure one that's um, kind of kind of re- re- reminiscent, a little bit of um. Uh, she's all that. It's kind of like in that same realm. Yeah, definitely. Yes, I wouldn't. Those are the two movies I'll pick. Whatever it takes, an assassination of a high school president. Awesome. Love that triple feature. Well, this was really cool. You know, glad to have you on again, Keith. Uh, definitely. Man. If you guys can, um, you know, we're growing in popularity a little bit. We, we're getting a lot of love. So definitely uh, tune in to uh, our Dawson Creek podcast. It's two black guys talking about Dawson's Creek it's called Dawson Black you can you can get it on any podcast features i guess uh, podcast uh, apps <laughs> yeah, podcast apps that you listen to your podcast so you can get it on Spotify, podcast one, anchor whatever you listen to and yeah, we're, we're on there man and we're getting uh, we getting a lot of love so um, from the Dawson Creek community invited us with open arms i didn't know how it was going to be but a shout out to them man we we got a lot of love we've been on other interviews with other Dawson Creek podcasters. It's uh, it's really been an amazing ride. All those so, yeah.
0: WBCW like shows have such like love and such a huge podcast community. It's awesome that you know you guys are part of the Dawson one. Uh, yeah, and I'm I'm glad to hear that you're getting love from from the others as well. So, uh, where are
1: you now in in your quest? We are actually on um, episode I'm 20- twenty one season four i believe wow yeah we, we just we just did the anti not the anti promise sorry the um uh promise side we just we just finished <laughs> that episode yeah that's that's yeah. awesome so yeah we just finished the big one so yeah we're, we're almost done season four we're gonna be in um matter of fact i think we're gonna do the next episode in a couple days but we but yeah we're, we're gonna be in season five soon so, so so stay tuned that's awesome and you know i know Maybe you haven't pictured this date, maybe you have, but what's gonna happen when you finish? Wow, me and me and Damon actually talked about that and um I, I had a few suggestions. I said, Listen, we can we can maybe do One Tree Hill or we could do uh or we can just do a a a bunch of movies that the uh that star, the Dawson, the oh. Dawson Creek cast. Yeah. I like both those
0: ideas. That's awesome. Well, you know, Keith, we'll have you back on again. It won't be as long this time, and thanks for showing me Trippin'. again. I, I'm, I honestly would never have seen it unless you highlighted it for me, and it was an absolute pleasure to watch. So, I knew you would like it. I knew you would like it. <laughs> Th- thanks again. Really appreciate it. Anytime, man. Always great having Keith on. You know what I love about Keith? I mean, look. If you like the hits, if you want the band to play the hits, we'll talk your Ferris Bueller. We'll talk your Mean Girls. But Keith, he likes the deep cuts. And we're going to have him back and we're going to talk some deep cuts here because I love those deep cut teen films. If we wanted to be the best, the hottest, the most popular teen film podcast, we would probably just do the hits. And that's great. I love the podcast to talk about the hits, but I didn't get in this for the hits. I love the hits, but I got in this for films like Whatever It Takes. (laughs) Much to the chagrin of probably much of you, but I know you guys love it. So can't wait to have Keith back. This was awesome. It was awesome to talk trippin'. Thank you so much for listening out there, as always. Show Keith some love. Follow Dawson's Black. Listen to the episodes. It's a great podcast. I was at a party the other day. I forgot uh, when... Probably a couple months ago now. Time is a blur. And I was talking about his appearance here. And they're like, Dawson's Black? Oh, you know that guy? Well, he's a podcast friend. So I appreciate him so much. All right. You know we don't give out what the next episode is anymore on the episode itself. So check out our social media to find out what's cooking. We got a lot cooking. We're going to do an AP episode next. Island Addington. The best will be back with us, the co-host, the co-founder of High School Slumber Party AP. It's going to be a really, really fun episode. That's all I can say. And after that, we got some other ones cooking. Kate Hudson will be back. I know some of you who have been clamoring for her. And by the way, people who have been talking to me on social media have been messaging me. I will get back to you. I apologize for not answering in time. I apologize for not doing all my homework. Life... Has moved pretty fast. And you know what? If I don't stop to look around once in a while, I could miss it. So I apologize profusely. Maybe I don't have to. Regardless, keep listening to High School Slumber Party. Listen to my other podcast, P.S. I Love Hoffman. Of course, Uncle Francis's Wine Cellar with the great Mike Manzi. Listen to the other great shows on the Cage Club Podcast Network. Let's see. Let's see. What should we leave you with as we go can... Get a little sleepy and wanna hop into our sleeping bag. Something else off the trip and soundtrack. What do we have here? Let's do thinking by 3T. Later friends.